Hi, I'm Sean, and um, I'm just going to start a podcast, um, or online diary, I guess. Uh, just people go through lots of different thoughts and opinions and feelings over time, and uh, I will, I've always just wanted to write or record all that stuff down, uh, just so I can go back and look at it, just think about it, it's like, how did I deal with things when I came to this point of view or that idea or this trial in my life Um, so I am re-recording this Um, the first one first was over an hour like ooh I'm sorry Um, also I was walking around on asphalt so it was really loud much louder than I thought it'd be. So, so we're gonna try again. Um, first, to make it a lot more, sh- uh, a lot shorter, because um, I don't, I don't really care if people listen to this or not. It's mainly for myself. But at the same time, then if anyone does choose to, I don't want them to see that it's over an hour long and be like, yeah, no, thank you. Um, also, when I go back and look at things, then I don't want to uh, have to listen through an hour of stuff to try to find like one thing that I said. Uh, doing doing school, uh, doing school, and having to go back and try to find when a professor said this or that. Um, it's like no, thank you. That's a lot. I'll take the zero. Um, but, yeah, so I guess just the main thing I want to tell you about myself is I'm, I'm a Christian. And the only reason I even bring that up is because, uh, please don't label me or try to mark me on some uh, theological demographic point chart or some political spectrum or something. Um, because... I don't fit in with anyone. Um, There's only two issues I can think of that I hold with closed hands, which means I hold on to them. There's stuff in my life that I will not let go of. Everything else I hold with open hands, which means if you come and you tell me a better way, you give me proof of why I'm wrong. then it's like, okay, thank you for taking the time to educate me, to teach me that I'm doing, I'm treating people that's wrong. Um, The only two things that I hold with a closed hand are uh, the Bible, the authority, the Word of God, Scripture. Um, Just, I spent years... um, thinking through studying it. I'm currently going to school to study it and just the more I learn about it, the more I believe that I'm correct. Um, And I know not everyone reaches that conclusion. A lot of people don't. A lot of people get to where I am and decide against my thoughts and beliefs. um, But I, I just, I don't think that I'm wrong on that. If people... 
disagree with me, like I know that they do, like that's fine. I would love to still sit down and have a conversation, like just because you don't agree or believe with what I'm saying, that doesn't mean I don't want to talk. Um, it doesn't even have to be about the Bible or religion. It can be about really anything. Um, so, so that's one thing. The authority of the Word of God, just personally for me, that's something that with close hands. The other thing is value of people. Um, I place such a high priority on the value of another person. It's like, I don't care what race, what ethnicity, what gender, your sexuality. None of that matters to me because first and foremost, you're as Genesis 1, 26 and 27 says, it, it says that you're made in the very image and likeness of God. So you have this intrinsic value that you don't even know what you're worth. Whatever value you set on yourself, trust me, it's higher. You're so much more valuable than you could ever think, than you could ever know. Um, and I, I won't really get into argue arguments with people. I prefer conversations, but the one thing I will argue about is is when someone dehumanizes, devalues another person. Huh. Like I don't, I don't care if you agree with me on every single point, theologically, politically, whatever. I don't care if you agree on every single point. If you devalue someone else, even if that person disagrees with me on every single point, theologically, politically, I don't care. I'm going to defend them against you. Because it doesn't matter what you think, what you believe, it doesn't matter what you do, how you treat other people, what values, what matters is that you have value. Intrinsic value is a value that cannot be taken away. It cannot be diminished. It can't be increased either. But how can you increase something that's priceless? Um, so, so the only reason I even throw out that I'm a Christian is just so that you understand when I bring up a point or a topic and you wonder, hmm, how do you get there? How do you get to that conclusion? Why is that a big deal for him? It's so that you know that this is the worldview. This is the lens in which I uh, view the world. Um, so, yeah, so there's just a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, also, please, just please, again, don't try to label me or judge me as this or that. Like, there's things that I agree with Republicans on. Um, I and there's things that I agree with Democrats on. Um, but even if I agree with you on this view or that view, most likely I don't agree on how you present it to people, how you treat people who are different. Um, like, again, I don't want to get political with anything, especially since this isn't the main point of what I'm talking about, but... Um, Let's go with abortion to start with. Um, I know I, I can't, I don't get the choice, I don't have the right to tell a woman to get an abortion or not. I wish that 
they want it, and you know, there could be something else, another way, another out. Um, I know I don't get to make that decision, and I know not everyone will ever believe what I think and my opinions and beliefs. I get that. I understand. I do. Um, but I see. I see value in both the woman and the child, and just because the woman gets an abortion does not mean that her value is less. So, while I agree with most Christians and Republicans on the issue that I, I believe abortion is wrong, then I believe that they're wrong with many other ways to approaching dealing with it. I know plenty of people who stand in front of abortion clinics with signs that say, you're a murderer. It's like, that's not how you treat people. Don't dehumanize someone else because of a choice that they make, because of something that they do. Though, yes, I agree that it's wrong and there should be another way, then, um, then that's not how you go about it. Um, or with Democrats, like, um, I, I care very much about this planet. I believe that um, when we are made in the image of God, then it says that like we are to govern over this world and the animals in it. We're to take care of it. Um, so I want to take care of this world. Um, I don't know all the facts about anything. I want to trust those that are a lot more educated and researched about it than I am. Even still, there's a lot of people who are just nasty about how they deal with climate change and stuff. Um, and there's lots of other topics I can get into. Um, I agree with uh, the usually more left liberal side in regards to masks. Um, I want to protect people. I love people. So, so even if even if wearing a mask does nothing. Let's just pretend it does absolutely nothing. That might be true, it might not be true. Again, I'm just trying to follow those that have, that are in positions of leadership for this, that have much more knowledge about it. Um, even if it comes out 10, 20 years in the future that we were wrong and masks did nothing, I don't care. If, if I could, if I have the chance of just saving one person, of preventing one person from getting sick and potentially having their life changed, altered, ruined, anything. If if it comes down to even one person's life could be different because I wore a mask, it's all worth it. And even if it doesn't, then I know that the reason why I decide to wear one is first because I believe that I'm to submit myself to the government over me as long as what the government is not is saying is not contradicting what the Bible says. I submit myself before the government because I believe that God has put that government over me. Um, and um, and the reason why I'm doing why I wear a mask is so the government tells me to, but also because I want to. Um, I want to do what I can for other people.
if if wearing a mask shows people that I love and I care about them, I'll do it for the rest of my life. I don't care. It doesn't prevent me from doing what I believe I was called to do. And if anything, I think it enhances it because I was called to love people and to care about them and to care for them. Um, so, um, so yeah, so please don't try to label me or mock me as this or that or discount me just because I'm a Christian. Please listen to me and hear me out if anyone ever decides to listen to this, ever finds this. Because, you know, I won't. If other people want to, like, hear this and it's like, oh, I don't know, share this or whatever, make fun of that guy, I don't, I don't really care. It's going on the internet. I don't plan on taking it off. Um, I don't think I'll say anything offensive. I don't want to. Really don't want to. Um, but yeah, I, I won't be advertising or anything. I don't really care what happens after it. Um, just, also just, and if anyone is out there and just wants to talk about anything that I'm going to say tonight or just anything in general, um, I love conversations. I, I talk and listen to people from all different ages, um, races, ethnicities, backgrounds, religions. Um, I just love people. I don't always agree with them. Um, I don't agree with a lot of what the church does, has done. Um, but I love people. So my Instagram, if anyone cares, I don't post on it that often. So it's not like you know, going to see all these amazing posts. But uh, if anyone wants to have my Instagram just so they can go and DM me. Um, it's at Sean, S-E-A-N, underscore McFarland, M-C-F-A-R-L-A-N-D, and then the number one. So, at Sean, underscore, McFarland, one. Um, yeah, and you can just DM me or something. The only thing I ask, I just want a civil conversation. Besides that, I don't, I don't care if you agree with me on every point, disagree with me. Uh, if you want to have a conversation, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. So, so getting on to what I actually wanted to talk about, and, and I don't want this to go for an hour, because I kind of want food. It's 9.30 here when I'm recording this. Also, I've already been out here for like two hours trying to record this. Um, so, so yeah, so the first thing is... How, how people, especially, I feel, Christians, the church, Republicans, uh, treat women. Uh, that's just a big issue on my heart. So, so I'm currently a university student. I, I have six quad mates, uh, like guys that I live with. So how it's set up is. I live in like an apartment style, so there's a common area, there's a kitchen, there's laundry, um, and so the common area is connected to three different bedrooms. So there, uh, two of those bedrooms both have two people in them, and then one bedroom, my bedroom, has three people in it. So besides me, I have two roommates, and then I have four quad mates, and and that's how it's set up, and that's how we live. Um, so. 
just... I hate hearing how... Like, first, the church has put women down for so long. Um, and I just... I can't stand it. Um, but it just makes me mad when I hear my roommates. Because, like, I live with these people. And no matter what I say, I can't get anything through those blockheads. Because the... I'm per I am confident that all men share one brain. Um, it's just a collective thing that gets passed around, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who has access to it. Because all of the men that I talk about talk the exact same, and they're all idiots. That's harsh. But... But, like, it's, it's true. I live with six other guys, and they all blindly follow each other in areas that none of them are qualified to lead in. It's like, what are you doing? It, it's like the story of of the... What is it? The two blind... The, the blind man that leads the other blind men? It's like, that's... You're heading for disaster. But, I mean, that's what they do. That, And I think that, like, that's what a lot of men do, it seems. So I'm pretty sure all men share one collective brain, and I, I'm the only one who has it. And I could be wrong, and maybe I'm not the one who has it, but definitely all men share one collective brain, and it's none of the other guys that I live with. I can, I can guarantee you that. I try to use the brain. Maybe I don't, but I try. Um, so please bear with me, and I don't want this to be an hour long, so... Um, I'm going to try to cut some of the things and points that I made before just so that it's bearable. I might post both of the videos and if you want to hear everything it's a little hard to hear but it'll be longer and uh, much more ranty I think. So uh, so basically with my quad mates um, one of my roommates recently broke up with a girl I say broke up, she dumped him, I'm glad about it, like, go her. Um, because what happened is, from what I understood and heard, I don't really talk to them, I try not to, I don't really like them. If this ever gets back to them and they ever hear it, oh well. Um, it's true, I disagree with you guys on basically every point that you make, and I try really hard to be nice, but that's normally the reason why I ignore you guys. Um, just because it's between not talking to you guys and I'm not a violent person but punching you and I think you would also prefer the former um, so so from what I got about my roommate breaking up with this girl getting dumped is uh, she thought that he was being too pushy on things he thought that he thought that she thought that he was going to ask her to marry her They've only been dating for a couple months, but because he did things like open up the door for her, and like when they walked together, he was the one closest to the road. Which is that just a southern thing? I don't know because that's something I've always done my whole life. I don't care who I'm walking with; I'm always the one closest to the road. Um, just because if anything happens and a truck or a car swerves out of the way, if anyone has to get hit, I'd prefer it be me. 
and if I can push the other person out of the way or something. Uh, but, but because he did things like that, which I think is just, I don't know, I don't see any other way to do things. I always hold the door open for everyone. Uh, not necessarily because I'm being nice, just because that's what I do. Um, it, it really is just a habit. So he said that because he was doing those things, then he thought that she thought that um, he was going, like they were approaching marriage, and she and her thought was like, this is going too fast, so um, he was being too pushy, so she wanted to break up with him. And his response was, well, um, how about, oh, there's a worm crawling near me. I'm currently sitting down because I was walking and that was really loud. I also don't want to stand up awkwardly in the middle of this parking lot. Um, so I'm currently sitting and there's a worm slowly crawling towards me. Also, why am I sitting? This is soaking wet. <sighs> oh, well, either way. Um, uh, yeah, so... Um, her... Th so she said, like, you know, she wants to break up, and his thought was, whoa, 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 let's not break up. And she's like, what? And his response was, okay, let's do this. Let's give it a week. Next Saturday, you defend your case of why we should break up. I'll defend my case on why we shouldn't break up. And then after another week, then you can decide. And my first thought is like, dude. If she wants to break up with you, then not letting her break up with you is, I think, the worst thing that you can do. But, whatever. Oh, the worm keeps getting closer. I'm gonna... Okay, that's better. Um, so yeah, so whatever. But that's, that's just my personal thoughts. Um, so eventually, she, you know, after two weeks go by, present this case, she's, she seems like such a nice person, especially because of some of the things that I've heard from his conversations on both of them, like, she seems like such a nice person to put up with it, but she broke up with him, and she's like, you know, I understand your points and whatever, but I still, um, I still don't feel like this is right, and as soon as that happened, his, some of the first things that came out of his mouth to our quad was, I just feel so relieved to be out of a relationship. And saying things like, yeah, I don't think I'm called to a life of celibacy. I'd never be one of those people that say that. But, but man, I could live my whole life without a woman like that. Which, um, I just feel like they're a bunch of jerks because other quad mates have made things uh, said similar things like that, and even yesterday, got into a conversation because I'm not going to get married. Um, I feel like I'm caught to a life of celibacy, of singleness, and their response. And I want to one day be a pastor of a church too. Um, I don't think Christianity is going in the right direction. Um, I think it's getting way too political and way too against what the Bible says and what God is saying. So. So I'm going to be a pastor, and um, and their response is always something like, um, "What you are you really saying that you're called to a life of celibacy? Because that's not biblical." And it's like, learn the original languages. Sure, it is. Learn the meaning of what Paul and others are talking about. Sure, it is. And you know, they're just 
so when he made that statement and I was in the room of you know, I'd never be one of those people that um, would say that they're living a life of celibacy it's like like what a jerk um, whatever so so what happened is my roommate that guy and my quad mate got into a conversation because my one of my quad mates was wondering about um, uh, like a relationship with a girl and and I go to a Christian university so we have evangelism classes so and his evangelism class and this girl he thought was cute and so he asked the guy who just got out of a relationship just got dumped about relationship advice which I don't know about you but I think that's stupid um, I would never ask that the guy that just got dumped his relation uh, his advice about being in a good relationship because obviously he just got dumped because he wasn't in a good relationship but I digress uh, so so my roommate's response was um, some I didn't hear most of the conversation I didn't quite hear the beginning of it because I didn't care and then I heard him um, devaluing women so then I started listening and then it got to a point where it's like if I keep listening to this I'm going to punch him in the face so I left uh, but some of the first things that I heard him say was well first off I know that this girl's pretty because you want to talk to her if she isn't and second I know that uh, second I know you know she knows everyone knows that if you're talking to her it's because you want more than to just be friends because no one's friends with a girl and some of my thoughts is like okay so first uh, he only sees women as uh, so any women out there I doubt any woman would ever listen to this uh, I doubt anyone would ever listen to this but again this, this is mainly for myself but his response was basically um, women you are just a walking pair of breasts if you're not cute, if you're not pretty, he will not talk to you because you are not worth his time. Your personality doesn't matter, who you are doesn't matter, nothing about you matters. If you're not pretty, you're not worth his time. Um, and then the other point was, uh, men, you're not allowed to be friends with a girl. If you talk to a girl, it's because you want to be in a relationship with her like ooh, I hope that's not true because I work with a lot of kids ministry um, boys and girls all ages I've worked with K through 12th grade um, yeah hopefully hopefully you can talk to females without looking for a relationship or else I'm in some trouble um, but it's a joke no FBI but um, you know, my my first thought on that one is like the when I think of like my friends, the only people that I really think of are they're all females. Um, I'm not just I'm talking about people from kids ministry, but just people that I have known for a long time and are above the age of eighteen. Um, but especially since I'm not looking for a relationship then 
maybe the reason why so many girls do talk to me and whatever, and I get asked to, uh, because a part of this culture is, like I've told, uh, people ask me, what are, so are you ever going to go on a date? I'm like, if a girl approaches me and asks me to go get some food or um, do out a hangout or something, I won't turn them down. And they're like, well, with this culture, no one does that. The guy always makes the first move. It's like, what do you mean first move? I'm not in a, looking for a relationship. I'm looking, I'm looking for a friend. I want to be there for people. Um, and they, it's like they lose their mind when I tell them that I'm, that I'm close friends with a number of girls and that I have girls text me and say, like, hey, you want to go and uh, get a study room to help with Greek or, or to you know, prepare for Greek? Just got that today. Or uh, want to go and uh, just grab lunch or something? Like, I have girls come up and talk to me because it's maybe, maybe it's because they're so happy that they're finding someone who sees them as more than just a walking pair of breasts and sees them for more than just a relationship but that sees them as an actual person and if that's true then that is so horrible and I'm so sorry for the women out there that like if that's really how you feel most of the time that like if a guy comes up and talks to you or or you go up and talk to a guy then it's uh, then the only reason that they talk to you is because they think you're pretty and want to get in bed with you like I'm so sorry if that's really how how you have to live life. I understand that not wanting to be friends with guys. I don't want to be friends with guys. That's why I'm not. Um, but yeah. So so those were two of his comments, and then he made the comments. Um, yeah. So looking at my last girlfriend, then. The thing I'm gonna, my roommate said this. He said, um, the thing that I'm gonna ask all girls from now on is, uh, what's their view on First Timothy 3 11 and 12? I think it's 11 and 12. It's either 11 and 12 or 12 and 13. Um, I think it's 11 and 12. But basically, those verses say, I do not commit a woman to, or a woman shall learn in quietness and submission. Um, I do not permit a woman to, uh, have authority over a man and there's a lot that's going on in this topic and looking at the Greek and culture and context and all these different things and please don't say that verse and just take it out of context and immediately have some views and opinions I can go and I can talk about um, more of that like, again if someone wants to DM me and says like hey can you explain that or whatever um, please don't just hear that and immediately make ideas and claims um, because I so I hold the idea of a complementarian, which is uh, man and woman are equal, but they do have different roles. I think the only job, position, whatever that a man can have that a woman, woman cannot is the role of a pastor in a church. Uh, but again, like I mentioned earlier, then uh, that's one of those issues that I hold with open hands as I go and I study the original languages and I see different cultures and contexts and um, I don't just 
just all these differences and um, whatever. It's like I used to hold that with a closed hand. It's like no, I I still I still hold that view, but it's very much with an open hand. And even if I'm right, and there's not supposed to be women pastors, then I don't think the women pastors out there are going to hell because of it. Because I believe that God has grace for them. He has mercy and love. Um, and just because their view on it might have been wrong, then if they came to that text with openness, and it's like, God, what does this mean? And if that's the conclusion that they came to, even though it may be wrong, if they were intentionally seeking for the right answer instead of trying to fill their own agenda, then I don't think there's going to be punishment for that. So even though I come to it as a complementarian, then um, I very much hold that view with an open hand. And if someone can come and give me biblical proof on why I'm wrong, which um, and even my teacher, he he's the same way, uh, because we had to do a paper where we write about uh, can women be elders, pastors, you know, bishops, whatever word you want to use, of a church. So you had to give both sides um, from different sites and sources, books, commentaries, and then at the end you put... Uh, which side you believe has the strongest view. Um, and his response is like, man, I've been studying this for like 20 years now, and I still don't know if I'm right. I think I am, but I don't know. Uh, so so I did already have to go and look at proof and evidence and whatever, and I still hold this view, but it's very much open-handed. So... So again, please don't look at that First Timothy passage and immediately have police ideas one way or the other. Um, especially when we look from First Timothy. Yeah, it's First Timothy two. Yeah, First Timothy two, eleven and twelve. I think I said chapter three. Chapter three is different. It's still important, but it's like the first half of that chapter is important um, in regards to this idea and concept. Um, so, so yeah, so First Timothy, he, so my roommate told my quadmate that he's always going to ask girls their opinion on First Timothy 2, 11 and 12. Um, and he, then he said, yeah, and if, if a girl makes a comment like, well, I think it means, then he said dumper, because he's not looking for their opinion on the Bible. It's like, Really? But that's, again, another issue. There's so much I could say about this. There's so much I could talk about, and I, I want to make this quick. Um, but just a little more on this. Oh, it's already 35 minutes in. Uh, just a little more on this, and then I have one more thing I wanted to discuss, and then that's it for tonight. I'm trying to keep it much briefer. I wanted to try to get it under 30. Well, I didn't. Oh, well. Oops. Um... So yeah, so then my quad mate made the joke, oh, I thought you were going to have them um, sit, uh, read First Timothy 12, 14, verse 14, I think. I think that's what it is. Which most 
people paraphrase that verse as saying a woman's salvation is through childbearing or her worth is through childbearing. It's like that's not at all what it means. Again, this is something that like if someone DMs me, it's like, hey, can you talk about this more? Um, either I can DM them back or I can just make another whole video about it, podcast, whatever. Um, but that's, again, not at all what it's saying. Um, and people much smarter than me on, are on both sides of the equation, which what that means is that this is not as black and white as um, a lot of people will make it out to be. We have books and books and books on this issue and commentaries that will address both sides of the issues but won't give their view because it's a difficult and hard passage, especially looking at the original languages and the culture and um, and just Paul and his life and his ministry and who he's talking to and all these different aspects. Um, so, so moving on from that, so he said, you know, so, so my quad mate, who's asking about the relationship advice, asks, like, oh, I thought you'd make them you know, say this, that basically a woman has no worth except for bearing children. And from that, I want to, from there, I had to just get up and leave. Um, I don't know how much longer the conversation lasted after that, but it's like, if I stay in here, I'm going to punch one of them in the face. Like, I'm not a violent person, so um, I didn't do that. Uh, but from there, then I want to move on to this idea of um, just value of people in general. Um, and part of that includes like making jokes and stuff like that. So first off, just the basis is... Um, uh, it's it's about a year out. I forget the exact day that it all happened, but everything with George Floyd. Um, I believe it was sometime in March, but after after quarantine set in, um, then I don't... Everything kind of just blended together. I'd go, I'd work five, six days a week um, for anywhere between like 40 to 50 or 60 hours some days, some weeks. Um, so I don't remember... Everything kind of just blended in together, but but um, just from there, it just th that's what really changed my idea of like all life has value, and that's what made it such a big deal. Going through that, walking through that idea and those topics, and it's still something I'm thinking about, and I want to make sure I do it right, and I want to make sure I give it justice, and I want to make sure I'm accurately portraying the Word of God. Um, I'm I'm really trying, and if I'm doing something wrong, if I'm saying things that are hurtful or that are mean or anything like please tell me that way I um, yeah that, that way I can change I can do better I because I don't want to devalue people in any way but um, yeah, some of the big things was like people coming and asking me about um, like black lives matters and all lives matters because this was kind of at the heat of all of that tension and uh, please listen to me. Don't just hear what I'm about to say and judge me or get mad at me or cancel me or anything. Um, but please just listen when I say that uh, I would tell people that I don't like either of them. Uh, the main thing for, so for Black Lives Matters, the first thing is um, it wasn't a movement, it was a moment. Uh, that, that's the word that I was trying to think of. 
um, before in my last uh, trial, I guess, of this, which it might actually not be any shorter. Um, but yeah, it was it was a move. It was a moment. It wasn't a movement um, because we stand from it a year from the event, and what's changed? I don't think anything has. After the election period, it seemed like everything just stopped, as if everything's going to get better with Biden in office. It's like, I don't think that's true. So, so my biggest issue with it is, um, first, I, I think that Black Lives Matters in trying to raise up the lives of um, whatever term you want to use, Black people, African Americans. I, I know it goes back and forth on which one people want to say which one is offensive for um but but first it it just seemed very much like um to raise up the lives of black people then they have to devalue the lives of white people um and i don't want that either i want all lives all value to be raised up not one lowered for the price of another um so the other issue that I had, well, it, it kind of stems from that, but if if we want to, if you want to tackle this issue first, the, the racism, the discrimination, um, the, the disregard for black lives, if you want to tackle that issue first, that's fine, but let's not stop there because there's so many other people groups being attacked and uh, why is it like other people's lives don't, matter um so if i'm not promoting all lives matters because i'll get into why i don't like that thing either um but but if we want to start with black lives and then move on to others then i'd be fine with that but after these protests and some of them became riots i'm not saying all of them i'm not saying majority but some of them did and even if it was from this reason or that reason then, uh, th- then the point is, is that we move from that a year later, and I still don't. I- I'm not. I the movement and the passion that we see, I'm not seeing that translated into today, which means it wasn't an actual movement, but it was just a moment in time. Um, and if we would have started with Black Lives. And I think I don't think you can change other people's viewpoints and opinions. I think people have to change their own. So I, I feel like we all have to start with ourselves, get to a point where we all value all people, and then just in doing so and just in showing that other people have value, then in turn, other people will begin to examine and question the own, their own way to treat people and that that will invoke change. Um, so I think we have to start by focusing on ourselves and and in treating all people with value but um, but that's a little off topic so um, so if we would have started with black lives and then move to other people and move to other cultures and other people that are discriminated against I would have gotten completely behind it but that's not at all what happened I kept bringing up to people who are chanting black lives matters like why are you saying black lives matters and I still see you bullying 
the nerds. I still see you being mean and rude to those that are different than you. Those who you know, like anime and tabletop games and those who dress differently than you and um, do this and do that. It's like you're so adamant about black lives having value, but then you are constantly and currently devaluing other people. Like, I kept bringing up to people how, like, last year, um, and it's still going on, but the Muslims that are being put in concentration camps in China, Asia, China, yeah. Um, it's like, like, why aren't we also focused on that? It's okay if we want to start with black lives, but then move to those people. And I'd be told things like, oh, well, we just didn't know that was happening or that was going on. And I'd tell them, like, you should have. It was on the news. Lots of news articles have talked about it, have posted about it, have done things. But then they stop reporting on it because no one cares. Because it doesn't get clicks, so it doesn't bring in any money for them. So they stop caring about it. If people were to click into it, if, if people were to... Uh, be drawn to it, then news articles would keep posting and reporting on it. But a lot of places have just stopped because no one cares, it seems. So then news articles go to the things that do make money. And I get it, they're running a business, whatever, but... But, I mean, it's on us. It's on us for what they report on. They report on what we want to hear, and it seems like we don't want to hear about the oppression of people that are outside of America that are outside of where we live, that are different than us. It's like, I hate it. Um, and, and then, so that's that was my main issue with Black Lives Matters, and then my main issue with All Lives Matters is, I tell people, I hate it because, again, we're a year from the event. Who's still saying All Lives Matters? Out of all the people who said it before, who's still saying it? Because I'm not saying anymore. Um, I'm not on Twitter, I'm, I have an Instagram, I'm not really on it, I'm not on these different things, but I'm not seeing it, you know, the little that I'm on there, I'm not seeing it at all from the people who were screaming it in person that I know just a year ago. And it's like, yes, I believe that all lives ma matter and all lives have value, but the issue with people saying that is that they're simply abusing it to try to silence the other side. Because what they're doing is, we don't hear people say all lives matters now because the only time that they say it is when black lives say that their lives matter. So, so it's like you're trying to silence them. And it's like, that's wrong. Um, you know, so, so that's my main issue with all lives matters. Again, I, I don't want to rant as much as I did. I talked about a lot of other stuff before, um, but I feel like the other things I talked about can all be kind of their own thing, um, but yeah, I doubt anyone is going to listen to this. Um, even if you do, though, I mean, and I'm always open to talk as long as it's civil. Um, what I want more than anything is I want to challenge you. Uh, I don't care if oh, I just met my activity goal or. I closed all three rings. Yay. I don't know what 
Oh, because uh, sitting down on the side of the road uh, counted for my 12th hour of standing. Don't you love Apple? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm so scattered brain. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to say this and then I'm done. But uh, if I can get you to even research, look into, question yourself, if I can get you at all to challenge your own beliefs, then I feel like I've done my job. Um, I don't care if you come to the conclusion that I'm wrong, everything that I'm saying is complete garbage, and, um, and that you don't believe a single thing that's coming out of my mouth. As long as you studied and you did unbiased research and you try to look at both sides and you try to understand where I'm coming from, if that is your conclusion, I'm so glad. Because it means that you have taken time to become more educated. I'm at college not because I want to be surrounded by people who believe these same things as me, but because I want to grow and learn um, while it seems like everyone around me is getting indoctrinated then I am constantly uh, moving further away than a lot of messed up beliefs that I see and ideologies that I see at this school, around the people that I'm with. Um, so, so if I can get you to just go and search and question like what I did with the, the elders paper, um, go look at the arguments for both sides from many different sources, list down their beliefs on both sides, what led them to that view, and then decide which side is stronger. Which side is better? Which side is the right side? Which side do I believe is the right side? Um, and and if, if you disagree with me, you see that, and you disagree with me more, that's fine because you've grown and you've learned. Uh, if you agree with me, and after doing that you agree with me more, then I'm happy for that too. Um, if you disagree with me and now you agree with me, then um, you know I, I'm glad that you were open to change and just what some random uh, guy online had to say. And if you agreed with me and now you disagree with me on anything, I don't know what I did wrong, but I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, please take the time to learn and educate yourself and I'm still trying to do it and I know that I don't have all the answers to everything uh, the point of this is I'm just trying to walk through life and I have two things that I hold with closed hands everything else I hold with open hands because I'm still trying to learn and I'm still trying to decide um, I'm still young I still have a long way to go um, and if anyone out there wants to come and learn alongside me grow alongside me, even if we disagree at every fork in the road, um, you know, I'm fine with that. So again, um, my Instagram, if anyone ever wants to talk, um, is at Sean underscore McFarland one. Um, and with that, I guess that is the first episode of my podcast. Yeah, it's, it's like, 15 minutes less than before. This is still really long, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, again, I'm not going to advertise this, promote it. If you just find it, that's cool. If you want to share it, have other people listen to it, 
Um, that's cool. I I don't have. I'm not consistent. If you look at my Instagram, you'll know that I'm very very inconsistent. Uh, I said I would post consistently, like every week or month, back in December, January, December. I don't know. A couple months ago, I haven't posted once. I want to. I'm just inconsistent. So, so these could be ten minutes. They could be fifty minutes. I try. I, I don't want to go over an hour, but I don't know. Might have a couple hour and a half, two, three hours. Um, probably not. But uh, if anyone does listen, just thank you for taking the time to just listen to me. Uh, as I just rant and try to walk through life, and again, if anyone wants to just walk through life with me, um, you know, let's let's go and do that. I don't. I have my own views and opinions, but I again, I value you. Even if I don't know you, I value you and your opinions and who you are. Um, and because I believe all life has value and worth then I love you, um, and you might not agree with everything you do, but I just want to be someone that people can talk to. Um, but yeah, that's really it, so um, hope you have a good afternoon, night, morning. It's night here. I don't know when I'll post this. Um, it'll be eventually. but. Uh, adios.